everyone, and welcome to another brand new episode of Top Thunder. Here from the Top 10 show, one of these shows that we do every week, Matt, where we hear from our patrons and uh, answer their questions, thoughts, and comments from the emails they send us. Uh, yeah, whatever they send in, there's an email address over at patreon.com forward slash the top 10 with the number 10. And uh, we don't know what they are beforehand. We just uh, read them as they come up and answer them as we get them. Um, I believe it's my turn to start this time. Do it. Let's do it. And, and you're recovering from being ill. I'm glad you've got your voice back and you're back on it. For those who don't know uh, and only listen to the topic, Thunder, we had to take a week off for the first time ever last week because of that situation. So we're glad that Matt is feeling better. So, Matt, take it away. All right. This one comes from Nicholas Baldwin again. He says, what's up, gents? Uh, this will be the last of this batch. I figured four in one shot is enough and hopefully not too greedy of me. If a crystal ball could tell you the truth about yourself, your life, the future, or anything else, what would you want to know? <laughs> Hope you are all still well. P.S. Roca, if you and Lady Outlaw want to come on and talk Top Gun before Maverick comes out, we'd love to have you. Uh, I think Nost had at least some fun in, on In Love With Movies. Uh, Matt, we still need to get Catherine back to talk on to talk Love of Pizza. <laughs> so you were on their show? Uh, what was it like? Uh, it's a, it's a fun show. It's a, you know, you do it with your significant other and you, uh, oh. you pick a movie between the four of you and uh, discuss mm -hmm. the movie, what it means to you. Um, <laughs> so on and so forth. We did that thing you do. Oh, nice. That's a good one. Um, but yeah, the, perhaps you and lady outlaw can watch top gun and it won't be top gun. Let me just tell you that right now. She will not watch top gun. Very adamant. We'd have to find some other movie. I'm sure, but, uh, we'll see. We'll see. She but... believes in the love scenes as much as I do. <laughs> null and void. Not a Tom Cruise fan. The lady outlaw, not a Tom Cruise fan. So uh, yeah, well, really there's the nothing thing. in his can. I mean, I realize like a lot of it. Yes. If you're not into action or something, that takes out all the mission impossibles and the... yeah, she's not an action person at all she does not like action movies at all we couldn't be more different on that way on yeah that but front. you watched all the marvel movies we did we did and but a lot of those like she hates she thinks um uh winter soldier is the worst one because there's so much action in it that's okay. her opinion so that's okay. that's how crazy it is so i don't know we shall see but yeah definitely nicholas we'll figure something out down the road it could be a lot of fun for sure especially if matt's already done it had a blast on it so yeah sure i'm down with it um, if a crystal ball could tell you the truth about yourself, your life, your family, what would you want to know? I guess my future, I guess would be because then I could see like, well, am I doing the right thing? Is this a waste of time? Where am I going to end up? Um, and are there decisions I need to be making at certain crossroads that will lead to a better future? So yeah, I guess I would want to know that more than anything else. Why do you want to know the truth about yourself? Fuck that. Um, well, sure. <laughs> Why would you want to know that? I mean, I, I guess, yeah, the, the obvious would be, oh, I'd like to peer into my future. Right. Um, but if you have that ability, wouldn't you want to like peer into the future lotto numbers? Uh, cause that could change quite a bit of, you know, what's going on. True. I'm just playing within the parameters that he's laid out, which is tell the truth about yourself, your life, the future, or anything else. So you're uh, saying anything else. <laughs> That falls okay, I under guess, the. I guess that's fair. You tell me you wouldn't want to know who, do, who wins the Super Bowl next year, and you could put a futures bet down on it right now. Oh, now that's not a bad idea for yeah. sure. But do you know that you knowing that future changes the future? That's where we start to go into the conundrum of it all. Why would one solitary individual, so long as you don't 
tip your hand, you know, mm-hmm. and let people know this is what's going to happen. But right. That would only actually worsen your payout if that's the case, I'd assume. Uh, yeah, true, true. So, uh, but what yeah, if but I would... watching you, Matt, and they're like someone's seeing your bet, like they're going, they're like one of these bookies or shark, shark, whatever they call these people. They're like, wow, this guy really put down forty thousand dollars or a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand dollars on this, and it's a forty to one. Mm. You know, I don't know. I, well. Forty thousand. I don't think you're going to raise any red, you know, true. flags. True, true. Hundred thousand. If if you got into seven figures, yeah, yeah, I think that could be, right, uh, potentially something. Or well, what if you do like a twenty team parlay, and you just get all of it right, and it just rolls into the other. So you start with a smaller bet, and nobody notices. You know? Yeah, that's a possibility. I'm down with that. Uh, but at the same time, I don't bet so i don't have the slightest clue who's looking who's not <laughs> the regulatory functions that uh exist on this i'm not mm. you know i don't really give a shit about gambling so that's not good but uh if you knew the outcome a la back to the future too yeah yeah uh why would you want to i just i'm coming back to this thing why would you want to the truth about yourself i don't understand what that what the well, benefit of that is I, so you could uh, work on yourself i guess <laughs> Perhaps try and fix some perceived flaw. Uh, I feel like if you if you're asking for the truth about yourself, you're already a self-reflective person, a self-aware person. So you've already been worried about the truth about yourself for quite some time. Quite possibly, and yeah. it, it seems like that would then be the question that you ask, since you're already kind yeah. of honed in on that type of uh, thought process. Right. So you would focus it on it, you know, more and more and more. I just think Nicholas thinks uh, too highly of himself with these questions. So I'm trying to deconstruct him to get him to like to, to put a little humility back into his would life. you would you want to look back and see if you had a shot like in the in your head in those times? Like I think I could have slept with her. Maybe <laughs> go back and actually see if you had a shot like if your gauge and sense was correct in that moment. But what would be the point of that? That's all just like a bunch of missed ah, just uh, I don't know, boost your confidence. Yeah, I had it. Yeah. <laughs> but then but then followed right after that is damn it why didn't i do that what is well, wrong? how come i can't take the shot when i get the opportunity but you know why whatever the circumstance or circumstance was that that you know uh befell the outcome so, I, well you know, then i did this this and this i was watching screws the, the other night for christmas by the way so great i hadn't seen it forever so great to see it again and um i was thinking to myself what it would be like to be like uh, with Carol Kane and going back and seeing like these moments of your life when you had like this awesome relationship or this person who was there was a possibility here and you took these left turns at critical moments because of your hubris or your youth or you're feeling like you've got all this time and there are other people or whatever mm-hmm. and what that would be like to go and watch yourself go through that and how would you be yelling at yourself like would you be like what are you fucking doing because it's hard to remember sometimes your mentality from back then when you're when you've you know kind of grown hopefully grown so much or become more wiser as you've gotten older it's kind of fa- it would be fascinating to go back and see those moments like and actually see them from the outside not as you were experiencing them from the inside of yourself but from the outside and seeing her reactions or and his reaction or your reactions rather of, of the situation i think that would be fascinating interesting less less so about did i have a shot to sleep but they're more about like what was I thinking in this moment or what was really happening? What was the truth? 
you know, was the end of this relationship the right thing in the end anyway, because she wasn't that into me, no matter what I was thinking, you know? I mean, I guess ultimately you'd have to say yes, because you've ended up where you're ended up. Yeah. 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 And I'd assume happier with whatever outcome. Oh, look, I'm happy now, but it was hell on earth for a very long time, brother, man. So, I mean, I would, I would think I would be interested to see, you know, if it was, if it was worth it, you know, would you want to go see like, did this person that did you wrong, are they living a shit life? Would you want to go see that? Do you have, does your pettiness extend no, that far? No, I don't. It, because only madness that way lies. Like, why am I focusing on that type of negativity? It doesn't. Good point. Yeah. I have no growth personally from a mentality like that. That's true. There, That's true. Yeah. I, I mean, I can understand the want of right. that. Right, right. But uh, personally, I, I, I don't hate anybody to that degree that I'm hoping that they've had a shitty life type of situation. Gotcha. But there are others that very well could, and maybe they're justified in that. Yeah. Uh, but uh, not me personally. <laughs> right. So. Right. Ah, interesting. Okay. What would I want to know? But the thing is, you, you got to follow that up, right? Because, I mean, I would love to have the power to immediately know who the people are that do these terrible things, like that take children or take women and put them in cages and physically abuse them. And, you know, we find out you know, three years they were in the dungeon or a basement of this dude's house. Like, I want to be able to know who all those people are and then evaporate them, like eviscerate them off the planet. That's what I would like that. So if I could use a crystal ball to find out every single one of those people that's doing that, um, then I would like to have the superpower of being able to eviscerate them on the spot for doing that and release all those children and women and whoever else that are being held captive in that way. I mean, that's a thing that's pretty big in my head, to be honest with you. So it's a shame we can't do that. Isn't that, uh, <laughs> it's like half the premise of what was that Ben Kingsley? He uses telepathic power to hunt down serial killers. Like really? suspect, suspect zero. Uh, it's him. And yeah. I've even heard of this movie. Oh, fuck. Okay, hold on. The, the, the one woman from Matrix, now I'm blanking on her name. Oh, Carrie Ann Moss? Yes, Carrie Ann Moss. Okay. And it's not Thomas Jane. How long ago was this? Oh, God, like 2003. Oh, okay, so it's a while ago. Yeah, it's been a long time. It was post-Matrix. Right. Matt Nost, give yourself some love here. Suspect Zero is Suspect the name Zero. of the Vero. Good job, man. So it's like uh, based on some sort of idea the CIA has these guys, and he can tune into and like scribble oh. out oh this is like uh, information about the individual um like sketches or whatnot and then right. they hunt them down the great aaron eckhart in this movie. aaron eckhart that's who it is <laughs> a mysterious serial killer is hunting other serial killers and one fbi agent suspects there may be more to the vigilante than they imagine oh interesting right, it's not a- that good <laughs> yeah, I didn't hear about it, so I imagine yeah, it wasn't that good. Not that good. Uh, but was the whole point that this person wanted to be the only only serial killer on the planet? Was that is that the point? I want to say once again, it's been since two thousand three since I saw it. Right, right. That maybe he was trained by the federal government to do this, and then kind of went rogue or something. Wow. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Once again, it's been a long time. I just <laughs> have flashes of it in my head at this point suspect zero's gone rogue suspect zero has gone rogue ah interesting okay 
<laughs> All right. Should we jump to the next question? Sure. All right. Thank you very much, uh, Nicholas Baldwin. That was awesome. Uh, Kyle Beckworth is here with us. He says, hi, John and Matt. It was so great to see you all again at Spectacular. Oh, that's right. That's right. My Outlaw Last Ride shirt is fantastic. Oh, thank you for buying one, Kyle. Maybe most comfortable shirt I own. Yes. I mean, Jesse, the guy who hooked me up with these shirts, what a wonderful set of shirts he was able to get me. And the fact that he was able to do it in two days, incredible. Um, He said, it's so comfortable. I loved doing top 10 Bumaye chants. My question is, which of the streaming services do you use most often? For me, it's HBO Max. They've already upped their game, and I've hardly watched Netflix or Hulu at all in the past few months. Thanks for all the content. Have a Merry Christmas. All right. Matt? It really uh, it varies by what's available where. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I've been watching HBO Max as of late for, like, Station Eleven. Oh, was that good? Are you liking that? It's interesting. Okay. Um, I like it. Uh, I have a vague idea where this season is going to land, but I don't know what kind of legs it has uh, long term. I mean, it could. It's a post-apocalyptic. Right. So technically, you know, it's somewhat open-ended. Um, okay. But yeah, it's it's good. It's really interesting. Uh, I like her, Mackenzie Davis, so I'm excited yeah. to watch it. Lori Petty's in it, and I'm not a Lori Petty fan. Oh, okay. She's not in it much. Right, right, right. Um, but she's not your cup of tea even now. Yeah, even never. Wow, it's okay. it. She like I would recast her in Point Break. Oh, oh. slow down, dude. Yeah, slow I, down with your it, hypocrisy here, man. Slow. It's not. She's not believable to me. I I don't, I don't see Keanu falling for her. Wait a minute, you're gonna tell me Lori Petty is not believable, but Keanu is believable in that movie? Are you fucking insane? As Are you. It's- Johnny Utah? Yes. Do you believe that was a college quarterback? Sure. (laughs) Sure. It's more believable to me. Him and Busey as an FBI agent. Busey, I buy. Then Lori Petty. I don't know. I've just never been a Lori Petty fan. It's fair enough. I don't know. She just, she chews the scenery and everything she's in, in my opinion. Yeah, that's fair. But, but Keanu is struggling with him. I don't care what anybody says. I know people love that movie. It's a classic, but it's awesome. Keanu is a rough ride in that movie, bro. It's a rough ride. Uh, I think the but premise I love it, of that so. movie as a whole is far-fetched, to say the very <laughs> least. And I don't, once you buy into it, just like, I don't care. Yeah. Oh, no, like it's a dynamic. fun ride. <laughs> yeah. I like the dynamic between the two of them. And I think it's pretty fantastic. Um, I played football. I was quarterback, man. Let's see. No. But I, I use a thing called a Chromecast, so I cast everything from my oh, desktop the or my laptop to my TV, and HBO okay. Max is the only one that consistently has or, or trouble. Mm. So th- oh, th- there's my okay. downside there. It just, you get the loading mm-hmm, mm-hmm. every seven to ten minutes, yeah. and it goes on for like ten seconds, and then it stops, and just like, you're the, this is the only service that does that. Um, yeah, I like Netflix. Uh, Amazon's fine. Amazon's okay. Still, the worst of the top streaming services. It's the worst um, screens to navigate. There's yeah. just no. It's horrific. It's horrific. I mean, at least with Netflix, you have here's what's new, here's what's trending, here's your list, and then broken down by category. And Prime, you're just like, wow, it's fucking Wild West. I don't but. know what's new to Prime. What's what's uh, just just added to Prime. It's so difficult to find it all. And even if you do, like if you just click on 
subdivide by the simple thing of movies or TV. The first yeah. things are like, here's what we recommend for you and be like, I don't know why you're recommending this. Yeah. It's like one of these 20 I would ever watch. Like what algorithm yeah. are you using? Or the worst, if you go on a search and you're like 20 movies deep and then you go, you go, okay, oh, this looks interesting. And you click the um, information just to kind of see if there's a trailer or to see what the description of it is. And then when you go back, say, if you don't select the movie and you go back, you go all the way back out to the fucking mm. beginning. It's like, God damn it. Why do I have yeah. to go through 20 movies again just to get to the 21st movie? That's fucking ridiculous. So I don't know who is in charge of the navigability of Amazon Prime, but they must be 95 fucking years old because it is horrific. Or the every once and again, like every third or fourth movie isn't on Prime, so you have to buy it. Oh, yeah. Like, Why is this in the mix then? <laughs> Why isn't it default available on prime yeah and then if i if i can't find it then i have to search it out and pay for it yeah they, um, they should absolutely you should be able to go into prime and it's only prime movies only prime tv shows yeah you should be able to set it up so that you can only see that and then there's like a, a selection or another screen you or a tab you can click that, that is everything else and then at that point you understand i have to pay for everything on this screen but on these other screens, everything is Amazon Prime. I don't have to pay for it. That would be the way to go. Yeah. I mean, they do have a, one of those slide buttons that you can click for, you know, Prime. But why do I have to yeah. select that out? That should just be the default. Yes. Um, and then I need to search out everything beyond that. Uh, let's see. Disney's okay. Yeah, Disney Plus is fine for what it has. Yeah. It's still what built. it has. Um, boy, if you search through that, man, there's all kinds of movies and shit from the sixties that are, yeah, it is, it is pathetic. What you guys had to sift through as what? forms of entertainment. Hey, fuck you. What do you mean? You guys, I wasn't a kid in the sixties. Oh, I'm talking about the, anybody that did like, I saw one for that keeps popping up. It's like the <laughs> cowboy castaway or something. So it's like oh yeah. Well, Swiss family Robinson meets. Yes. <laughs> it's like, what? Oh dude, please. The How cat is this entertainment. What the cat was? What's the one with the, yeah, the cat a bunch from of... outer space, which is with Sandy Duncan? Um, or but weren't there like ten variations of a cat? Yes, yeah. The computer wore tennis shoes. World's greatest athlete with Jan Michael Vincent. Kurt Russell has a shit ton of those on there from the yeah, sixties and seventies. Yeah, because when I was growing up in the seventies, they had those films for you to watch. And so, yeah. So yeah, like the apple dumpling gang and all that kind of shit that's there with Don nuts and Tim Conway. So yeah, there's a lot of weird films that are on there from the sixties and seventies. Coincidentally, when a lot of people were doing drugs. So in this country, so, you know, no surprise to see well, that. Yeah. Kind of but that weird. usually leads to interesting projects and this shit is just, at least on the outside, I haven't seen the bulk of them, but the titles, descriptions, and everything else yeah. doesn't intrigue me enough to actually sit down and watch. It's not <laughs> like this is just a cavalcade of HR Puffin stuff. That's true. <laughs> it's not. It's like the laziest of entertainment. Yeah. Uh, you know, my dog saved the cat. You're like, okay, <laughs> this is a Disney show or movie that they put out. I do love Puffin stuff. I'm not going to lie. Um, I've never seen it all the way through. <laughs> I've seen clips. It's one of those of anytime I've gone back to like when I was a kid Ugh, and I, I'd watch yeah. one of those from before my time. I always hated it. So I just never yeah. watched them. You got to be in a certain time. Ah, they're just, they're terrible. Time. Even to a kid in the, you know, the eighties, it's like, this yeah. is God awful. Yeah. Um, 
For me, I, I'm getting well. HBO Max definitely. I really, I, I'm, I'm, I've been saving the Alanis Morissette documentary to watch at some point, which I am looking forward to because I really enjoyed their Woodstock '99 documentary. Mm-hmm. They've got some really good stuff coming through uh, in terms of. I mean, I mean, Matrix Revolutions was right there. Um, so, uh, so they've got a few things coming through that have, that I've enjoyed uh, overall. Some they put Spanish content on there. They've got some really interesting Spanish content on there. Some some Dutch content on there. Their documentaries uh, are really interesting as well, especially some of those kind of like that "Pray, Obey, Kill" documentary about that weird cult uh, group up in I think it's Denmark or Norway or Sweden or some one of those Nordic countries. It was really fascinating to watch, and they have. Yeah. They also have like foreign stuff uh, beyond just Spanish stuff. They have foreign stuff that's really interesting um, if, if that you can stumble upon. Plus, you got like Cartoon Network and the yeah. TMC channel, and so there's so much. I mean, you get you can go to film school in HBO on HBO Max if you just go into the TCM channel. They've got a lot of the Criterion crossover stuff that they used to have on there kind of mixed into the TMC stuff or TCM stuff, sorry, TCM stuff. So you could watch a crap ton of incredible movies through the history of films and be educated about cinema just from what you get there. So there's a lot, plus the DC animated films and the Warner Brothers stuff. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot to explore within the HBO Max that works. But right now we're into Paramount Plus because uh, she loves the RuPaul stuff. So she's watching a lot of those RuPaul seasons, but we've also gotten into the challenge, which I don't know if I've mentioned this to you or talked to you about this, but the MTV. Yeah. We've never, I didn't even know this thing existed. I'd heard heard, of it. Yeah. I'd heard of it. And then like, we were just looking for something new to kind of stumble upon or binge or watch. And um, we didn't want to get into into the serial killer stuff anymore. It's kind of looking at competition stuff. She's been watching a pottery competition show. I, I couldn't do it. And then we stumbled upon this on Paramount Plus, and it the challenge, and they've got the challenge All Stars, which is two seasons, and the second season is still currently happening, where they bring back the champions from like ten to twenty years ago mm-hmm. to compete as like forty year olds uh, and almost fifty year olds in these like physical competitions. Um, so essentially, it's like uh, the challenge. What is it? The PGA Tour that's for the old people. The, I don't. I forget what. Seniors tour, yeah. The seniors, this is essentially the seniors tour for the challenge. And I that was our way in, and so now we've kind of gone back and watched some other seasons. And we're in the middle of the battle of the countries or whatever it's called, which is in the no England, clue. all the UK challenge people versus all the British, I'm sorry, all the American challenge people in like competition. So it's fascinating. shit. And there's apparently 37 seasons of this. shit. I had no idea. Well, it's MTV, so, I mean, they yeah. turn out at least what two a year right yeah because it was yeah, the low rules real world challenge and then it became the challenge so yeah, I, yeah it became a standalone i know that much i never i never watched it when it was any iteration i just yeah, remember the yeah. initial inception they're like oh we're gonna bring back all your favorites from but i had stopped watching i never watched road rules yeah and i stopped i had stopped watching real world after the first uh, I don't know. I'd have to look back at specific seasons and tell you very like here's the last year that I stopped watching. Yeah, I think LA or Seattle was the last year I stopped watching. One of those two. Um, let's see. Yeah. yeah. I think Vegas might have been the last oh. one that I kind of partially watched. Okay. If that's in the the timeline, uh I'm not entirely sure. Yeah. Um 
Yeah, but it's just the idea of all your favorites from those shows and be like, I haven't watched those shows in so long. I don't have, you know, favorites. And it just sounds sad. A bunch of 50 year olds, (laughs) 40, 40 year olds, 40, 40, fine. 40 and 50 year olds running around for what? Another shot at fame. Like it's over, man. $500,000, man. (laughs) Okay. That's how much you win. If you win. Yeah. But do they, do they still do the stupid fake drama where people blow up at each other for no fucking reason just because there's cameras one million percent one million yeah. percent yeah, yeah, yeah so you're in your 40s yeah doing this fake you know you talk to the producers and it's like oh this would be a good storyline so why don't you have a fight with so-and-so okay oh jesus christ there was one great self-aware moment where a woman one of the female contestants she said i have i am married and i have children and i've grown up so much and i've gone to therapy and I walked into this house, and three weeks later, I'm, I'm I feel like I'm back being 20 years old again and participating in all this childish nonsense. And I'm like, yeah, welcome to the fucking show. Like, it just yeah, that's what you signed up for. Yeah, exactly. You signed up for that. What do you think was gonna happen? Y'all gonna sit around fucking meditating and talking about? Yeah, that's how not much a show. Grown. That's not a show. Nobody wants to watch that. I mean, the early on of Ugh. real world, at least, once get in and watch road rules, but yeah. Those those people didn't realize, oh, this show and fans resonate with certain archetypes. Whereas by the oh, end, yeah. right, they start cobbling these houses together and just like, well, okay, well, I'm the loud guy that picks fights with everybody. Okay, right. well, I'm the loud girl that does this, and I'm the right whatever, whatever, and everybody fit their little niche. Mm-hmm. So they knew the character of who they were. And so at that point, I was like, This is ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Um <laughs> But, but no, I've been enjoying it. And, you know, they, they do the Champions League games on there um, on Paramount Plus. So that's a service that I'm slowly getting to know. They've got some good movies on there, but it's not a lot of content. It's not a it's, lot of content. It's the bulk of them. Like uh, Apple yeah. Plus, there's not a ton of content on there. Right, right. I've watched some of their stuff, but there's not much to go back for. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, I mean, you got to have, you have to have a real interest in their content because they're churning out new content, but it may not be necessarily content you're interested in. You know, like with um, was it with the morning show, and then like well, there's uh, C. servant C, right? Those those are such uniquely different genres. The Venn diagram, if you're one of the person that would like each one of those shows, is very small. You know, yeah, and you're also trying to play catch up with the likes of everybody else that already has a back catalog yeah right, right so it's an uphill battle i mean it just seems as though there's no way this is sustainable for all these different companies so eventually they'll just get swallowed up like yeah. the apple's entertainment division will get bought out by netflix or amazon or somebody and they'll just stop doing it yeah uh i'm assuming just because they just have the herculean task of right. you now need to match their hundred thousand hours of back catalog. Good luck. Right. right it's right. just I don't know. Um it's a lot. It is a lot. But it also leads to there's a ton of different, you know, projects and whatnot being created right now that wouldn't be created otherwise. That's true. It's very true. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. All these streaming platforms, all these channels that are out there, and especially you know, post Black Lives Matter, there's so many more creators of color who are getting a shot at doing their content on those platform so absolutely yeah that's a that's a positive in the in the long run so if nothing else matt we are living in an age where we have so many options yeah. so many places to go for content 
And, uh, you know, it's only those rare ones that kind of burst through and become mainstream successes like Ted Lasso. Most of the other ones are like these smaller successes within the niche of their audience uh, in terms of the streaming service, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's to escape, you know, uh, uh, and get above the fray to where yeah. you're now part of the overall discussion as opposed to a niche discussion. Right. Right. Is incredibly difficult. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, so if something does it now that you assume it must be actually pretty good. Right, if it gets across to... Yeah, like, if everybody talking is talking about it. about it. Yeah. Um, And not like, a, you know, uh, there's the flip side of that. Oh, oh, that's terrible, but that'll stop everybody from watching it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Once it gets a critical mass of enough people are saying it's dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah, but... All right. Well, there we go. Well, we should wrap it up there. Thank you very much, Kyle Beckworth, for that uh, question. We appreciate it. Uh, thanks for, and thanks for coming to see us uh, at Schmodown Spectacular and chanting Top Ten Bumaye with us. Uh, and thanks to Nicholas Baldwin for his question as well. Matt, anything else we need to say here? Um, if you would uh, like to support us, head over to patreon.com forward slash the top 10 with the number 10. And you can join in on this and a bunch of other things that we have over there. And we'd love to have you and to everybody that does support us and send in questions. Thank you so very much. We thoroughly appreciate it. You can follow the show at Top 10 Show on Twitter and on Instagram and YouTube. It is forward slash the Top 10 Podcast with the number 10. And uh, hit me up on Instagram or Twitter at Matt Nost. And you can follow me at The Roca Says. And we'll talk to you next time with another brand new episode here of Topic Thunder. Thunder.